Uh, hey, man. What's up? Have you heard of Christopher Thomas Knight? Christopher Thomas Knight. Is this Chris Angel's legal name? <laughs> Which would be very funny if you did that. I could see that, and now I'm inspired. <laughs> uh, Christopher Thomas Knight. No. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, CTK. CTK. Yes, this is a fun one. This was recommended by one of our patrons, Mickey. Um, and I think you're going to like this one a lot. Uh, let's, but I don't want to. A lot of times, like, I'll start the story, like, at the beginning of the story. I don't want to do that this time. Let's start at the end. Let's start right at the end. There so, was a murder. <laughs> I'm just putting on my winter meat. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing I've ever heard you say. Better Wait till you see that on a trail cam. And he said, well, he said, I have a radio. So he's like, I know who the Kardashians are. Here's salted soybeans. You're gonna want <laughs> what this. am I supposed to do with this? Why do the rich people eat crap, dude? I beat the crap out of that eight-year-old. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Um, so here's how... Here's Okay, so there's a woman an unnamed woman. We don't know her name. Let's call her Yet. Sue. Let's call her Sue. Okay. Uh, it was um, it, it, like a winter early 2000s. She has a vacation home in central Maine, uh, like a cabin in the woods. And she's having family out from out of state. They're going to stay in the cabin and they're going to have a great weekend together. And so earlier that week, she decides to drive up to the cabin to go into the house and Kind of get things prepped. I've before. seen this horror movie. <laughs> it's not a horror movie. How does it end? Let's see your prediction. She see what up, happens. She goes over the cabin. Mad she goes over to the cabin. Yeah. Right during the week. Yeah. It's and they and, uh, scary movies always start with like the best house you've ever seen. They literally ruin your dreams yeah. of like living in like a good remote location. Yeah. It's like oh my gosh, man, all this nature around, and then night falls, and you don't see anything mm-hmm. like. Four mm-hmm. feet past your house. Yep. yep. I hate that. It's like the stalker episode of Dave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, she's out there in this cabin. Yeah. So right? she goes up in that cabin, and in the middle of the night, you just hear. Is that a door? It's like it's. Or? Uh, you think it is. <laughs> that's like what's scary. And she goes, "Is that a door?" Um, and then you hear, and you're all, "Whoa, the raccoons are pretty crazy out there," you know. But that's that, that's another scary movie trope: is yeah. that it's always like some some noise outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like and it's like freaking just. It's something else. It's like a raccoon a digging in the it trash. Was a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the killer put a raccoon in the trash to throw you and off the scent. That's the brilliance <laughs> of this serial killer. <laughs> they call him the raccoon killer. Killer. Do they? <laughs> but it's weird because he doesn't kill the raccoons. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty confusing. He really wants to clarify that too, <laughs> yeah. but he only clarifies it to his victims who he he's, then kills. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't kill raccoons. I don't I, kill raccoons. I kill people. <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy about it is he's also a raccoon, <laughs> but he kills him with a raccoon and that's like what is also a little it's the world's sharpest raccoon. It's a it's a taxidermied <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> And he's, he's got like a bayonet clubbing somebody with. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know a lot of fears. It's a little strange. So anyway, so she's got this cabin in the woods. Yeah, um, and so she's having family out, and, and she, she survives says, the week. <laughs> <laughs> she's having family out, so she says, "I'm going to drive up on like Thursday night 
I'm going to get everything ready. Yeah. So she goes to the store. She picks up a bunch of groceries, stocks up the fridge, okay. um, and is getting ready for this thing. Leaves that evening, goes home. Um, and then Saturday, they come back out. Saturday afternoon, they get there. Um, and she opens up the fridge, and the fridge is empty. Mm-hmm. And she opens it and closes it and opens, opens it, it. <laughs> still empty, closes it, opens it, still empty, closes it three times. And three her husband, times? <laughs> Her husband notices she's doing this and she's like, and he's like, that's peculiar. That's weird. So you're he doing that. quickly goes to the junk drawer and starts checking the flashlights. And he pulls it open. Closes it. Pulls it open. Closes it. Closes it. Closes it. There, uh, it, it turns out they've all just got weird OCD. <laughs> he opens up the junk drawer and starts checking the flashlights. All of them have no batteries. And so they go out to the shed and the propane tanks are gone. And why'd you say it like that? Propane. What? Is that how you say it? No, it's propane. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> no, it's not. What did no. I say? Say it. Don't, not you, Alex, you say it. You said propane. <laughs> That's exactly like what you said. Like it's a French dessert. Uh, propane, please. <laughs> I'll have the propane. I'll have the propane. Yeah, it's like a wine. I'll have the propane. That's propane. Paired with some dark chocolate. You've lived in the Midwest long enough. You gotta, you gotta do propane. 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 Just watch the King of the Hill. There you okay. go. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, so then they, they they're c- empty. Yeah. So, so this is back- just like our Airbnb experience. <laughs> Paid a lot of money for that Airbnb. <laughs> Showed up and nothing freaking worked. Were there fingernails in the hot tub? Because that's what, what yeah. was at mine. There was a raccoon in the vents too. There was a dead animal in the vents. <laughs> Have we talked about our Airbnb? No. Oh my gosh! For our wedding, we got there and there's a bad smell. Yeah, uh, and uh, we called them, and they were like, "Yeah, sometimes animals die." <laughs> we were like, "Yeah." Was, she said, "What she, she said? said she yeah. was, I can't control where they die." Like she was, she, and, I, and, I, and on the phone with this with this Airbnb person, like I had it's to say, your fault. "I had to be like, I don't think you put it there." Yeah, I'm, I'm just letting you know you. that it's there. Yeah, I'm just asking if you could get rid and of it. Then this is where I think, <laughs> oh, dude, when the pest control the pest control guy showed up and yeah. the smell wasn't there. I was going to burn the house down because <laughs> yeah, he showed up some, and he had his full face in the vent yeah. and was just like, I don't smell anything. And then I got, I was like, come on, man. Yeah, that don't was some me right now. And then I got down there stuff. and I was like, <laughs> the vent was empty. It was much like the flash. I opened the vent. Much I closed like the, the vent. Grave. I opened the vent. I closed the vent. <laughs> I opened the vent. I closed the vent. <laughs> So, okay, the yeah, propane so tank. They go around, they notice all this stuff is missing, and then they come back to the house, and they're standing there kind of in bewilderment. And then they lock eyes, and they look <laughs> at each other. And in unison, in unison, they say, Christopher Thomas Knight. <laughs> they say, the North Pond Hermit was here. And as they say that, they turn around and they notice written on the wall in blood. It says that exact phrase, the North Pond Hermit. <laughs> that part didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> the North Pond the Hermit? The North Pond Hermit was here. So here's, this, here's the deal. Um, from about 1986 to 2013, there was a community in central Maine, North okay. Pond, uh, around the North Pond is what it's called. Here's a picture of it for your reference. Uh, it's a... a Pretty, I like that there's a little North Pond right next to it. I do. I respect that. Um, there's a little uh, just pond. And yeah. here's here's a here's a satellite image that I took from Google Maps. Um, it's the little one with the red around it. Yeah. So it's it's like it's central pond, southwestern ish. Yeah. Maine. 
Um, not like this isn't North Maine, like abandoned North Maine. Did you say you know? abandoned Maine. <laughs> yeah, North Maine. Is, what are you talking about? North Maine is. This abandoned. isn't like abandoned Maine. <laughs> this is the part where people are still there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but in that community, uh, for twenty-seven years, people Lived. would find. Um, they would come in their house and they would find that their groceries. Their groceries were missing, but nothing of like nothing of particular value. It was mostly groceries, things like batteries, propane tanks, um, sometimes tarps, um, just like what you call supplies. Supplies were missing, but there was no sign of forced injury. If no. they had, do you think they had those tubs for uh, gasoline? <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Gasoline. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I. That's exactly how. Those I little would red say tubs it. in the garage. Yeah, yeah. gasoline. 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 <laughs> And it's like, and it's empty too. Yeah, yeah. They would, yes. It was like someone just drank it straight out of the gasoline <laughs> tank. Because he knows how much you can drink. <laughs> he, knows the the legal he knows the legal limit of, of gasoline that you can consume. Gasoline sounds like like a weird, like a like a marinara dish. It sounds like it sounds like a group of Americans who went to Italy and opened up an Italian restaurant. They're like, hello, gasoline. <laughs> And everyone's like, is he saying gasoline? <laughs> Every day we joke about ideas that are actually pretty good. <laughs> this spaghetti tastes kind of fumy. Gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Okay, uh, so for 27 years, supplies would go missing from these yeah, homes. Yeah, stuff would just you know disappear. What was interesting is there's no sign of forced entry, no, no broken windows, anywhere. no footprint, no, nothing like that you could identify that someone was ever actually there. And even the doors were locked. Like they would come in and the doors would be locked, uh, and they they would go outside and like they couldn't find any footprint. They're how, in the woods, how so you would the assume there'd be in? footprints. Um, we can talk about that eventually. Okay. Um, and so it was a very peculiar thing. They what? Um, was it through the garage door? No, you know, it's how my friend's house got broken into really they opened up uh, the garage by door? my friend. I mean Shama Marema <laughs> uh, a man who apparently left his cars unlocked all the time and someone just reached in the car opened the garage door oh, and no. stole a lot of stuff from their garage. Oh my gosh Shama. I, I had that's like a home security 101. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of friends growing up who would just leave their garage doors open yeah, and like people would just come in there and just snap. Dude, stuff. we used to do that until yeah. that one kid from the neighborhood was like, "Can I have your Xbox?" <laughs> and I all the time. Oh man, that made me so mad. Don't even get me started. Can I have your Xbox? No. Yeah, okay. that, that was bold though. I mean, I almost want to give it to him just because yeah. he asked. We had like, if you're listening, we had like a man cave set up in our yeah. garage. We said it before, and- but yeah, it was. We have. Have we told this so. story before? I thought so. Oh. Let's tell it again. Who cares? Um, and I was I was in there playing Xbox one day, and a kid just boldly, probably what eight nine. Yeah, a neighborhood child. Yeah, rode his bike into our garage, like full speed, rode into our garage and like skid like the, into the garage up the driveway with a little yeah. black mark and everything. We had to get a tennis ball and <laughs> scrub it off. it up. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there playing playing Xbox, and he doesn't like exchange pleasantries, doesn't ask my name, doesn't do anything, doesn't just offer says, his. Yeah, just says. Hey, can I have your Xbox? <laughs> and I was a full blown adult at this time. Like I was what twenty three, yeah, twenty two. Like the boldness, and it's of like, that dude, kid. and like, I mean, he had a gun. 
was like, can I have that Xbox? Can I have that Xbox? <laughs> and you're like, I appreciate that you're still asking. <laughs> no. <laughs> can I have that Xbox? Can I? His voice was super deep. It's so deep. Can I have that Xbox? You're like, I guess. Turns out it was actually just a small. It man. was 2017, <laughs> and that was an Xbox 360. It wasn't, it wasn't worth, worth a gun. Yeah. Yeah. But I took a bullet for that Xbox and I got to keep it. And I beat the crap out of that eight year old. <laughs> you put, shot me. Put that in the intro. <laughs> put I beat the crap out of that eight year old in the intro. Uh, so he, uh, uh, so people, it became this local legend that there was a North Pond hermit crab that was sneaking in people's houses. <laughs> okay. Um, no one knew who this guy was. Um, I don't know why they labeled him as a hermit. I think it was because he was stealing supplies. They were like, there's got to be someone just living in the, in the woods, woods somewhere, stealing all of our stuff. Um, and it, this started in the 80s. And so people for a while. Yeah. People couldn't pinpoint who he was. Um, and then in the early 2000s, when like home security cameras started becoming yeah. more popular, um, a lot of the people in the town started we're putting like, up these Whoa. cameras. Guys, <laughs> someone's breaking into our home <laughs> with a full television on their head <laughs> and taking all of our groceries. And he doesn't seem concerned about the TV. I think he's a hermit. I think he's a hermit. <laughs> I mean, that is hermit crab behavior to put TVs on your head until yeah. you find a better one. The HP hermit. <laughs> Uh, and, and and so this mystery just kind of grew and grew. They start setting Hermit up these Packard. these security cameras in their ho- homes. What was interesting though is in the early two thousands when security uh, cameras were like like home security cameras were new. There wasn't any like well, I mean there was, but the motion majority of them, kind of yeah, it wasn't motion sensor. It was just constantly recording, and so their file storage would fill up really quickly. Well, you know how. <laughs> you know the my family's story with security cameras. No. Uh so my mom worked at Subway. Yeah. And that's what the Subway security system was, it recorded on a VHS, right? Yeah. And so uh you know, it's just this black and white video and she has to take the VHS. If something happens, she's got to rewind and do all that stuff, yeah. right? Well, uh she started dating my dad. Yeah. And I'm 3 years old at the time. My dad is watching me one night at the house and is looking yeah. for a fun little movie to watch. Yeah. And he's looking through these VHSs and in one of the VHSs it's written Charles Subway. <laughs> and he's like what the heck? And he puts it in and it is security camera footage of my dad walking into Subway that my mom had taken to show her friends who this mystery guy was. And so she has taken it. It's labeled Charles Subway, and she's just showing all of her friends this guy that comes in, and is like, "I'm going to marry this guy." And then he finds out months into a relationship with her that she's been stalking him through VHS. That's through VHS. That's incredible. Honestly, it, we laugh at it. It's no different than Facebook stalking, but it feels way worse because there's a VHS. Because there's effort. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. VHS. Hey, I guess it's really not different than like showing someone's Instagram and like scrolling back. Here's their ex. You know, yeah. like, like it's the I'm same. better than that guy. You but know? also, social media is something that they volunteered. That they voluntarily put out. Yeah, yeah. but, but when you walk he went in into public. True. When you walk yeah, in subway, there's a sign. Been out there. but there's he a sign that says "Smile, yeah. you're on camera." So, like, he did know. <laughs> well, so he was a regular, and for a long time, she just because she never knew his name. 
So he's yeah. a regular and she never knew his name and she just called him my future husband. Yeah. And so he'd come in every day, get a she sandwich just called and him leave. Subway King. <laughs> <laughs> it's my subway king. <laughs> well, this is true too though, is that so her coworkers would all joke and be like, Hey, your future husband came in and then none of them ever knew his name. Yeah. And then uh, there's a ticket giveaway, some kind of competition or something uh, yeah. to a country concert and because yeah. she's the manager, she gets two free tickets anyway. Yeah. And so she sees him entering for it and she's like, hey, you know, I've got those tickets if you want to mm. go, you know, and that's how she got her in. Well, in the meantime, her one of her older coworkers had had like a heart attack or something was in the hospital. So she and thought, so, let me give her a VHS of you're going to love this movie. Uh, <laughs> the IMDB rating is crazy. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes says certified fresh. Uh, it says eat fresh. <laughs> so, uh, no, so she shows up to the hospital with oh, Charles, Charles. Yeah. And the she might have had a second heart attack to be like, it's <laughs> yeah. your husband. Oh my gosh. You know? So that's hilarious. Yeah. And now they're getting. <laughs> They're not. They're not. My brother got married this weekend. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I was there. Yeah, I was. I brought it up. <laughs> the, no, he gave no indication <laughs> for his whole month that he's going to be there. Do you know what happened? No, no. Yeah. So uh, my brother tells me this. We're on so many side tangents right now, but whatever. <laughs> I don't care. My brother, we're it's it's his wedding week, right? Yeah. We're at this big Airbnb. He did the same thing that we did. Uh, got the Airbnb leading up to the wedding, and we go out to get pizza the first night. And he just out of nowhere is just like, "Man, our officiant backed out." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I had to hire some guy in Branson to do it. Just I was some like random Branson, some Branson officiant. Like and I was like, chapel. what are you talking about? I was like, I can, I'm ordained. And he's like, yeah, yeah but I want you to be my best man. still." And I was like, Tim could have done it. And he goes, yeah, it's probably too late to ask him. And I was like, okay, whatever. So we get to the wedding and then I see Tim's name on the table stuff. And so I was like, Tim and Brie were invited to this. Not like, I guess, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> Um, Caden's just inviting my friends to his wedding. I like that. Um, and so, so I look up Tim's location. He's there, and I was like, "You didn't tell me you were coming to this wedding." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I just we just didn't know if we were gonna make it or whatever." Uh, and I'm even telling Bree, I'm telling Bree that the officiant has backed out. And I was like, "The officiant backed out. They just hired some random." And she's like, "Oh really? That's pretty crazy." Well, so then we're lining up, and I go to walk down the aisle. Uh, in my dress, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Tim's freaking officiating their wedding and has known about this for months. Yeah, we planned it the night of your wedding. It's so immediately funny after your because I said to Kate and I said, wouldn't it be pretty funny if Tim married both of us? <laughs> I did. It. That was pretty funny. I did it. It was it was so stressful because I don't think I don't think we did a good job with planning our our side story for you. You didn't need one. I don't know why he said. I never questioned it. I never I, even asked. I just assumed you would have been like, "Who's officiating?" At, At the rehearsal, point. the person who was officiating was not there. Yeah, and, and I, I was like, "I would have thought you would have sniffed it out." I was like, "Is your officiant not here?" Like usually they're here for the rehearsal part. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "No, they couldn't make it tonight." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't yeah. know. Interesting, but uh, yeah, I pulled in. I pulled in the parking lot, and you guys were taking pictures. I and, wondered why you were in a men in black suit 
and Bree was like, <laughs> "You were putting on a whole tie." And I was like, "Dude, for my brother's wedding, like, dude, chill." And like, I was, and I was out. struggling with that tie because I was, I was so like, serving barbecue, bro. You made a joke about it. You were like, "Have you ever tied a tie before?" But I was so stressed because I was like, "I was like, he knows, he knows what's happening right now." And I'm trying to tie this tie and act cool, but I'm like, "He knows, he knows." I'm like, "I'm giving it away right now." I did not know, <laughs> and I couldn't get that. And tie Bree tied wore right. her best Easter outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Oh, now you want to get back on topic? Now you want to get back on no, topic? No, no, what else? Oh, I can say, tell you the fastest so way drove, to get Tim back on track right is to, to take a, a good jab. I, I, a good saw, I, I saw, I saw you, and I drove right past to try to like pull into the parking lot to where you couldn't see us. And, and then, then I, I saw I, you in you the saw mirror. Me stand I right saw there, the look, and like, I went. No, I looked at your car, and I was like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> And then, and then I honestly figured you were changing. So I was like, I'm gonna yeah. give him some pace. I walked back inside. Yeah. And then I was like, this is too much time. Yeah. I was like, we just need to camp out here. <laughs> and, and then you I walked out and you're like, you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> you're like sweaty, dude. Like, ah. oh, oh, hey. Hey, what's up, man? No, I had no idea the whole time. It was crazy. You guys pulled it off. It was great. Impressive. And you married him. Speaking of, <laughs> I did. We're married now. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Things I Learned Last Night. If you're enjoying this, let me recommend one of my favorites, uh, Emperor Norton. It's this dude who just decided he was the emperor of the United States. Uh, no one agreed, uh, but some people did agree. It, it was weird. You should check it out. It was a lot of fun. Um, but other than that, thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Maid. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver-infused fabric, and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, you, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L in at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, one of the things that I have a problem with is I am a bottler. And that means when I feel something, any emotion, um, typically negative ones, I will bottle it up 
and pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, it's a it's a thing I've struggled with for a long time, uh, and I think a lot of us can sympathize with this. We we deal with stressors in our lives, whether they're big or they're small things. We bottle them up, uh, and then that can start to affect us negatively. It can weigh us down. But therapy is a safe place we can go to get those sorts of things off of our chest and to figure out what the things are that are actually weighing you down. Because sometimes you bottle that stuff up and you didn't realize you bottled it up. Uh, that's been something that's been super helpful for me with my relationship with my therapist. He walks me through these things and uh, unscrews the bottle caps and lets, lets things explode all over the place uh, in a safe environment uh, where that's kind of the understanding of what's happening. Uh, if you're thinking of getting giving therapy a try, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get masked with a licensed therapist or switch therapist at any time for no additional additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Speaking of pulling it off, um, so they got these cameras and because they were early cameras with like yeah, right. recording VHS, the VHS, yeah. people would have to go and they would have to pull out the VHS and erase it if like yeah. check to see if they got any footage of them in there and erase it and then uh, put it back in. So not a lot of footage was captured in these early years, right? Of what and was going back on. in the time where people were VHS recording their shows. That's yeah. like how you yeah TiVo and TiVo came out. That's how you DVR stuff. Yeah, DVR. Interesting. That's an interesting time that was. I still DVR stuff sometimes, just for like I don't ever watch it. That's because you're it's old. Just, no, I don't. I don't ever plan on going back and watching. No, it, but of course it's not. just for like the it's experience. Like I, like that I have it. Yeah, it's the experience of like let me go set that recording. Yeah, it, there's something about it. It's quaint. Um, yeah. <laughs> in 2007, they caught the first uh, footage Kay. of the North Pond Hermit uh, going through. Uh, it was like a local community center. Okay. Um, Ew, uh, oh like, no, 2012. The black and white footage just makes it spooky. As it is, yeah. So oh, 2012. Yeah, this was actually 2012. I was off on the date. Yeah, by um, like a lot. <laughs> That's all right. Going through the community center. Uh, so just a normal dude. Uh, yeah, it looks like a, just a super normal dude. Um, and then after this, uh, they start capturing him on footage a lot because around this is when people started getting security cameras that could save to the cloud. Sure. So they, you and they had motion sensors, so you could record 24 seven. They started to figure out there were some patterns. Um, okay. He would show up primarily on overcast evenings and he would show up primarily at homes at vacation homes when okay. people weren't at their vacation home. Um, what so, does the overcast matter? It does and we can get to that in a second. Is he um, allergic to the moon? He was he was Is he a werewolf. It's a werewolf. Yeah, if the moon's out and he comes in your house, you'll notice he's very hairy. <laughs> <laughs> then there is signs of force like, injury. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I have your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess. I mean, yeah. If you ask that I mean, way, you're a seven foot <laughs> wolf monster. Uh, you can have of anything course, you want. Yeah. What do you want? You want the Xbox? Deal. He plays a lot of Call of Duty. I bet. Um, the so Black Ops, not even like a new one. <laughs> he plays. And he's still trying to play online. No one plays it anymore. No one plays it anymore. It's just him. Yeah, and one gets, other guy. He gets real mad. <laughs> uh, so they start catching him on on more and more footage. Okay. Uh, 
and they they pick up these patterns and eventually because at, at, by this time this has been going on for 20 plus years. Yeah. Um, and so the local police department, and he's like, he looks like he's like in his probably 50s, 60s. Yeah, he's, maybe? An, he's an older man. Yeah. Um, and so the local police department, and that's great. Cause like we're not even 30 yet, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's good to, to remember that yeah. he didn't start that until he was like in his thirties. Yeah. Maybe early forties, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a whole second life we could live, <laughs> man. We could go be hermits if we want. Um, we could dominate <laughs> the freaking a whole community abandoned part of Maine. <laughs> Hello, abandoned Maine. <laughs> it's me, your new hermit. Hello, we have. I am the emperor of this place. <laughs> I mean, you probably could. It wouldn't be I hard. am the main guy. <laughs> I'm the main man of Maine. <laughs> I'm the main main man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he, uh, and I had to grow my hair out my mane, <laughs> you know, I was going to make that joke, but I was like, okay, we could leave it. And then I've got mange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the local police department, they call it the department of Homeland security and they're like, Hey, we're getting burglarized like crazy up here. They call the Homeland security <laughs> and department. Of they Homeland call security. the Pentagon. <laughs> hey guys, uh, we don't really know what to do with this. We're, uh, and they go call the local police. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, we're the police. Sure. I'd l- okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked to them and they said they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they said they don't like us. <laughs> they went. They went. All right. They said, I don't know, find somewhere else to go. Beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care up we here. We don't care. Um, so the Department of Homeland Security was like, okay, we'll send you a care package. Um, and they sent if you uh, post about us, but you gotta post about <laughs> us and use the hashtag gifted. Yeah, and make sure you open up with hashtag ad. You know, there you go. <laughs> hashtag ad. Thanks to the Department of Homeland Security, Security for sponsoring this post. <laughs> uh, unbox this package from Homeland Security with me. Uh, we've been having some recent strings of burglaries. <laughs> And this is gonna get ready with me. Get ready with me to capture the local burglar. <laughs> oh shoot, bro! <laughs> I like this. Uh, so they get a package. <laughs> oh, we gotta do, I gotta do that video for that lady. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good bit. I, I like know. it. Uh, yeah, you need to write a note for that real quick. Save it in your phone. Do a voice memo. That's exactly what I was doing. Dang I, it, Tim. I do voice memos whenever I have book ideas. We can listen to one in the after the fiddle. Get ready with me to capture that lady. It's a video that I'm, you know, the Homeland Security sent me a box. It's an unboxing video. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's see. I recorded one this morning. What do I got here? People have thought I was 30 since I was in the seventh grade uh, when I was a youth pastor. I got in trouble for flirting with the college girls at a camp, but I was, they were older than I was. <laughs> <laughs> Took that in the shower. <laughs> uh, so they, they get this package, they open it up, and they're, like, they're surprised to find that it's a bunch of smoke detectors. And they're like, what are we going to do with all these smoke detectors? So call up the Homeland Security, and the guy's and like, like, you're going to set them on fire. <laughs> oh, you're gonna torch the guy for yeah, sure. Burn the whole city, and out. we want the footage. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, hey, idiots! Those aren't smoke detectors; they're cameras. 
They're hidden cameras. Set them up in everybody's house who's getting burglarized. They're motion sensors. They'll start capturing. Save the footage to the camera. It'll alert you. And they're like, we thought you wanted us to help. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't realize I had to hold your hand and explain this to you. So they set up these smoke detectors and little pins. What am I going to write notes? They're cameras. (laughs) They're cameras. Wear them in the meeting. What am I supposed to do with this bomb? This very sophisticated bomb. (laughs) It's such a sophisticated bomb. It's so sophisticated. Like, it's so good. What am I supposed to do with with this? Bombay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll have the Bombay and <laughs> the petroleum. <laughs> and the gasoline, please. Uh, so they start setting up all these, these sure. smoke detectors in people's houses. Yeah. And one of them trips. This is in 2013. Uh, and so the police, they rush this house and they find uh, this guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Way creepier than he was in the first one. Christopher Thomas Knight. Also, he could have outrun those cops. Uh, Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, this is this is this is Maine between court. So this isn't like the actual day he got caught. There, oh, no, okay. we have no pictures of when he got caught. All right. Uh, so this is him going to court. Um, I don't think those are the. the I'm going to send a link to those that police department. Say I'm going to send them oddjobhats.com because <laughs> that guy's hat is way too small for his head. And he needs to know that he hasn't got to live like that, you know? Yeah. He looks like a Unabomber guy, you know? He does. He does. Um, So they obviously, they take him back to the police station. They start interviewing him. And uh, And he's like, yeah, I've been stealing stuff. He he confesses to well over 1,000 burglaries. Holy cow. Over the course of 27 years. Um, And uh, he leads them to his camp. So he has a camp uh, in the middle of the woods. do we have pictures of it? Yes, we do. Oh, nice. He has a camp deep in the middle of the woods, and it's interesting listening to the description of this camp from the police officers that he escorted up there because they said that this camp is in a part of the woods that they call the Jarzy. It's uh, <laughs> pretty Jarzy up there. <laughs> it's pretty Jarzy. Careful. They said the deer don't even go there. Uh, they said because it's too thicket, like it's too dense to get through it. Okay. So he's in a clearing is where he set up his camp, but they said to get through it, there's not game trails. There's not actual trails. Like you're literally like crawling through bushes the whole way through to get in there. Um, and then he found a clearing deep within uh, these bushes and set up a camp. This is actually on private property. Um, and he had been living here for 27 years and no one knew. <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought of that joke way earlier. He's got like, he's got trash cans. Um, yeah, in this picture, you that see that he spray paints weird <laughs> stuff on. Like, why does he spray paint this stuff? Like, who's that? Well, for? wait till you hear oh, some you more about this. See guy. my art. <laughs> um, okay, th- these clotheslines had been set up for so long that the tree has had grown, around, grown them. around them. Yep. Yeah, and like, so they're grown into the tree. Yeah, they're grown into the tree, and they're actually higher than he initially set them up. Like, you notice those are pretty high clotheslines because the tree's grown. Um, That's why. Isn't that crazy? Um, and so. Here's here's the story of what happened. They were like, they're like, what? How, how did you get here? Is this snow? Like, uh, I think so. Um, I mean, so he's up there and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Central Maine. Um, so here's here's what happened. And hey, in uh, January 1986, he had he he was uh, in his early 20s. And he grew up in an interesting home. Uh, he grew up in uh, Massachusetts in a lower middle class family. 
Um, and their family was strange to say the least. Um, they would for fun study thermodynamics, um, as a family, they'd be like, Hey, tonight's activity is thermodynamics. And they would just get some library books and learn about thermodynamics. And they built a, um, a greenhouse in their backyard and they discovered that if you buried gallons of water, then it stayed a good temperature longer. And so they buried a thousand gallons of water in their backyard <laughs> to get okay. through the winter so they could keep their greenhouse watered without having to use tap water so they could save money in the winter, uh, which seems like a very nominal savings. <laughs> yeah. Um, I spent <laughs> I spent 30 days in a row burying a thousand <laughs> gallons of water <laughs> and not even big tubs like individual gallons. <laughs> gallons. They're actually quarts. So I could <laughs> save $13 in December. Um, here's live a like no one else. So you can live <laughs> like no one else, baby. Here's a picture of him in high school. He was, he was a kid that didn't really get along with anybody. didn't have any close yeah. friends. Um, and uh, after high school, he moved to Florida for a little bit where he worked at a mechanic shop and then uh, saved up to buy himself a Subaru. And he drove that Subaru hatchback from Florida to Maine until he just got tired of driving and then he got out of his car and he set his keys in his center console and he walked into the woods until he found that spot <laughs> January 1986. This is a crazy person and man. he stayed okay. there for 27 years. Where did the car go? I, I, I'm assuming at some point someone found it and was like, well, I'll tow that I guess. I don't know. He has no idea what happened in the car. Um, what's Really interesting about this okay. is none of his friends, none of his family ever filed the missing persons report. They were just like, yeah, he's gone now. Yeah, he. It's been twenty years. I think <laughs> we haven't he heard drove from. to Maine. Well, I mean, but at that time, like, you don't know that someone's not doing something. You know, if someone says, "Hey, I'm I'm leaving town. I'm gonna go make a new life," you just go, yeah. "All right, I'll never see you again." Well, no, this is the '86. Like, you would probably expect your son would call you. At um, least once. I don't like, know. Like years? if someone goes like, "Hey, you know, I'm moving." It. Like, I mean, why would if you're a person who's like, "I'm just going to drive," it, that feels like there's some conflict or something happened that made you want to flee that life. You know, that's what it seems like. And so that's what's interesting is they interviewed him, and, and he's so, like, "No, nah, I was just bored one day." Yeah, they were like, "There's three reasons typically that people do this. You're and on the run. It's religious reasons. They go out to like meditate and." pursue religion and they have he's a panic like, attack about the development of uh, the, the world and they're yeah. very afraid of new technology and they yeah. just want to become a recluse Yeah, or you got warrants. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like running from something like hiding from something or someone or like yeah. yeah and they asked him about that. He was not a religious person. He was an atheist and so they're like well that's not why he was there. Um, they asked him like if how he felt about society and he said he doesn't really have a problem with it. He just wanted to be he out was, well, here. I don't know how to turn out. <laughs> And then they asked him if he was he wasn't so all those three main reasons you would typically like find someone to do this. It wasn't him. Okay. And they asked him. They're like, so why'd you do that? And he's like, just felt eh, like it. I just I don't know. I just did. And oh, okay. <clears throat> so it, he didn't have a good motive for doing it, and the police never got a good motive out of him for why he did it. Sure. So they started asking him about his experience, uh, like how it was, and he was like, well, um, he said the first. A uh, few months I was up there. Like I started out by like foraging and like getting food from plants and like trying to kill animals. Kill. Sure, he didn't kill animals. Road he would kill? eat roadkill. Yeah, and he said, but that sucked. And so he what? No way. <laughs> he had a moral dilemma because he didn't believe in stealing. Like he didn't want to sure. steal. 
But he also was like, this Gotta isn't survive. working great. And so he decided, I'll start some light burglary and I'll just take food and I'll just take supplies, what I need to survive. And I'll only take it from vacation homes. So those people are rich, you know, whatever, who cares? They have a sure. second home. Uh, <laughs> and so he would sneak in and take only what he needed. Um, Get it, brother. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, and then take it back to his camp and survive in the camp. What's interesting if you watch him, it's. I don't think I could be a homeless person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought about this. Yeah. Like, if, you know, because people give. We've never made it home from a restaurant without giving our leftovers to somebody. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, man, I don't like beans. <laughs> you know, like if someone gave me a Chipotle burrito and they're like, hey, I got you this, I'd be like, thanks. And, and they would leave. And I would go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'd rather starve. I'd follow them to their car and throw it on their windshield. <laughs> yeah, I, can't. I go. Dude, I, I was, ah! I was, that's what I'm saying. There, there. This has happened before, where it happened to Reagan. She tried to give like a, a like a granola bar, yeah, to a guy in Los Angeles. He literally took it and he went oats and honey <laughs> <laughs> and threw it down. It's like, bro, you live under a bridge. <laughs> you don't get to be picky. You know how much cholesterol is in this? That's it's. It was just like, what are you doing, dude? I couldn't do that. I'm trying to get my macros, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> McDonald's? Come on, man. And you're like, okay, sorry. Right. Just trying to give you calories, man. Um, so he. I couldn't eat roadkill. I couldn't do that. But what I'm saying is, if I break into a rich, you ever been to a rich person's home? Yeah, half their food sucks, dude. There's it's like I don't want your eat. almond milk. <laughs> Remember in college, we stayed at that rich person's home when we were on tour. We don't got to say that. We, we can say my ex girlfriend's <laughs> dad. <laughs> okay, we don't got to be like. We don't got to be like, remember in college when we stayed at that rich person's home? Yeah, my ex. And, yes. and literally, I couldn't find anything to eat, so I ate three boxes. Of <laughs> That's what I'm Subway. saying. We just ate cookies, dude, because all their food sucked. All their food was like freaking yeah. like, here's here's salted soybeans. Like, oh, what <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Why do the rich people eat crap, dude? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Here's some crackers with 15 <laughs> calories. I don't want that. I need more calories. Give me Ritz crackers. Yeah, give me the real stuff. <laughs> give me the goods. Margarita mix, the hard stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so he, what was interesting is he exhibited some things that seemed like he was trained for this. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Um, he, okay. He Where were his siblings? I actually don't know. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen <laughs> yeah. anything about that. They're in the woods. <laughs> They're in some other woods. That's what I'm saying. Do you think his? Do you think his parents were like his parents? Hey, <laughs> on in January 1986, they got all the four siblings together and they said, "It's your time." <laughs> now we see who can make the longest. There was a time when the four siblings lived together at peace, <laughs> but then the Fire Nation attacked. They, this was this was the way they said whoever survives the longest gets the inheritance. How will we know? We'll see. That's how good your instincts are. Yeah, you'll know. <laughs> and he's like, "Frick, I know he's out there." 
Hey, thanks for being part of this episode. Uh, if you want to help us do more of this, you want to help us grow our show. One of the easiest and best ways to do that is to join our Patreon. Uh, it's a way for you financially to support the show and you get a lot in return. You get access to our discord channel. You get bonus content that comes out. Uh, you get exclusive merchandise and like live zoom hangouts where we're both just hanging out, eating pizza, just getting to know each other. The biggest thing is, is we want to know you uh, more as an individual and as a friend. So thanks for supporting our show. If you don't support us financially, we're not pressed about it. We're not like mad, um, but I'll find you. So text Tillin to 66866 to keep yourself from being found. All right, because if you don't, I will hunt you down. <laughs>
They did move to Australia. <laughs> I'm vindicated. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he, <laughs> he exhibited traits like someone who was trained. <laughs> Bro, this episode is (laughs) off the wall. (laughs) It's very in the weeds, if you will. Jeez, man. Um, So yeah, he exhibited traits like someone who was trained. Okay. So one of the things they they found out right away is that he picked the locks to the houses that he broke into. And he, when he left, he picked them back locked. So he would go back out and he would pick them into being locked. Like reverse pick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, so he would lock up <laughs> with his lock pit set. Well, that's nice behind of him. him. Um, and so early on in the early '80s, you could tell like there was like scratches and stuff all over the locks because he was rusty, not great at it. Yeah, yeah. And then he got pretty good, and so no one could even tell like there was tampering. And he would pick his way into the locks. Uh, there was one sighting of him that they brought up. Um, someone cited him in the '90s, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty blurry in that picture, though." <laughs> You don't have any better pictures of me. I mean, like <laughs> they put that out there. They're like, we found him, and I was like, did they? And then there was like a whole team that came out mm-hmm. from Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. and they were like, they were, they were like in the woods going. <laughs> and it's like I don't think they're looking for me. Yeah, I growled back a couple times, but <laughs> yeah, and that really spooked them. <laughs> there was town meetings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> They uh, so there was the sighting, and then the I decided I'm never going out when the moon's out again. <laughs> so there's a sighting in the 90s. Uh-huh. They said, "Hey, so in the 90s, some hunter said that they saw someone walking across the street, uh, but that kind of fits your profile." And they said, "But they were walking backwards, full speed." <laughs> and they're like, "Was that you?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's me." He's like, "I walk backwards everywhere I go." And uh, they were what? like, they were like, why? Because <laughs> uh-huh. like, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, why do they walk backwards? I'll ask real quick. Yeah, they just do that in Australia. They walk backwards over there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like driving on the left side of the road. I walk backwards like, everywhere I go. That's an insane thing to say. <laughs> So the reason he the did more that. You, the more <laughs> questions you get answered, you just go. Oh, okay. oh, I understand now. Now I get it. Oh man, we should just release him. We should just we should catch and go. release this guy. <laughs> <laughs> let him go Here back, you go, buddy. <laughs> and he just slowly backs away from the jail. But he, that's the thing. He's like, that's I'm so uncut. He's like, can I walk backwards? <laughs> can I please like? Can you please turn me around? <laughs> Like what? Well, that's like the, the freaking is weird not, he's, owl. He's not uh, walking slowly. Amish paradise song. The important thing is they clarified he's not walking slowly. He's not like moonwalking. He is full speed walking backwards, like lifting up yeah, his I'd legs. Call the police too. <laughs> is he doing that in his footage too? Because uh, imagine that. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Imagine you rewind your VHS, right? You're like something's happened. Something's afoot, and you via, you rewind it. And you just see someone go. You just see your front door open, and, and you go. Is this, the other way. Is this stuck in rewind? <laughs> like, what is happening? 
and he's just <laughs> across your house. What? Did he say why? Yeah. So the reason for that is he said, in case I left footprints, people would think I was going the other way. Uh, <laughs> would they? <laughs> <laughs> well, if your your toes are facing that direction and you were going that direction, I don't know. This guy's got a weird gait, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, he walked backwards everywhere he went, but then he started learning um, to do overcast. The reason why he would do overcast is because it would rain and it wash away his footprints, and so the evidence would be gone that he was there. Oh man! Yeah. So you know what else got washed away? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jesus walked backwards in every town he went to. <laughs> <laughs> Those footprints in the sand. That's where I was walking. That. <laughs> don't go that way. Nothing happened that direction. Mm-mm. Nothing happened over there. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> I walk as far as the east is from the west. Go east. This is too many Bible jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry, YouTube commenter, who's upset about the number of Bible jokes we make. So, uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, he never lit a campfire because he didn't want the smoke. To, to attract him away. anyone sure. where he came, but here's the thing: he is in Maine, is that surviving what through winters. The well, propane. the propane was for cooking. He did not use any source like a fire for heat. Instead, what he would do is, in the winters, when it would get down to sub-zero temperatures, he would wake up in the middle of the night and he would walk to keep his body heat up, and he would just walk around his camp backwards, so that way he didn't freeze. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Taking laps. Yeah, I found out that the thermodynamics worked better. Wait backwards. till you see that on a trail cam. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, the skinwalker or, or just freaking. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's supernatural if you see it. Like, you don't see that and think that that's a normal human. You think that's a ghost or a demon or something in sub zero temperatures walking backwards in the, in the woods. Um, <laughs> okay, but he did it. He survived. He would fatten himself up every fall so he could make it through the winter. And so it's interesting, especially towards the end when they started capturing more footage of him. If in the fall he was really really chunky, in the in the spring he was very skinny, because um, he would fatten himself up to make it through the winter, uh, like a bear, like a bear. Uh, so pretty good survival instincts. Seems like he was trained. That's what I'm doing too. <laughs> Oh, I'm just prepping for the winter. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting on my winter meat. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> putting on my winter meat. <laughs> that's gross. Um. So yeah. So they uh, they arrested him. They uh, they interviewed him, and they he took him. They took him to trial, and it was a six month long trial. So he was in jail through that whole trial. Jeez. Uh. And uh, like, they heard a lot of cases. A thousand cases of burglary um, and a ton of cases of trespassing, especially on the property that yeah. he lived on. Um, they they said that there was several hundred, perhaps even a thousand propane tanks around his camp that he, had he never spent. disposed of any of it. Yeah, he just threw them. It would be empty. And just throw them. And so, like, it's really interesting. I I can't find an actual picture of this. I saw in a documentary a quick shot panning out there. Be free. And it is insane. It looks insane. It's literally thousands of propane tanks just like peeking out of the dirt. Like, because 
the ground has just grown around it <laughs> and like it's just tanks as far as the eye can see. It's bonkers. Wow. Um, really turned it into promaine. If you will. <laughs> Welcome to promaine. <laughs> no, don't say it like that. Oh, sorry. Promaine. Uh, you know, I heard that there was a big outbreak with promaine lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I want to end this. So they went through this long trial and the public was uh, divided on him. Some people were some people were like, he's a survivalist. Just let him in. He's like exactly. clearly got something wrong with it because there were some people who were started putting signs on their front door that said, please don't break in. Just tell us what you need and we'll leave it on the doorstep. Yeah, um, and so like there were some people who like he was kind of like a folk hero, honestly, in the community, but then some people hated him. Like some people felt very violated because like I mean it, it is he's stealing from you. So um, and he's walking backwards everywhere he goes. Um, and so during his testimony, uh, he was asked, he said, he said, how much contact have you had with the outside world? And he said, well, he said, I have a radio. So he's like, I know who the Kardashians are. <laughs> and they had pity on him. <laughs> it's, wait, the Kardashians are even famous on the radio. <laughs> it's crazy that this man did not have contact with another human for 27 years and still knew who the Kardashians like, were. Yeah, That's how the far reaching they are. are. Um, but no, he did say there was one. He's like, they're actually the main reason I didn't come down. <laughs> I thought about coming down in like 2012, but then I heard about who Kanye and Kim were, and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna stay out. I'm gonna here. stay out here. Uh, he said there was there was two instances in the course of the 27 years where he spoke to someone. Um, one of them, he was on a trail and he passed another hiker, and they just said hi, and he was like <laughs> hi, <laughs> hey, <laughs> and they're like. Hi. <laughs> and then there was a fisherman uh, who was fishing at the pond and saw him and he said, please leave me alone. And the guy said, no problem. The hermit said that? <laughs> no, he said to the fisherman, he said, please leave me alone. And the, the fisherman said, no problem. Uh, <laughs> If you didn't say anything, I wasn't going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, the fact that you asked me to leave you alone makes me want to not leave you alone. Like, I'm a, curious. It seems like you're doing something wrong. Dude, I was in the bathroom the other day at a urinal. <laughs> Some guy comes up next to me at the urinal. And he goes, "Hey, can we not talk?" <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. I didn't. I wasn't going to say nothing to you. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. But now that we're here, yeah, you started the conversation. You ever heard that of was an opener? Christopher Thomas Knight. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just walked backwards out of this bathroom? How far away do you think I could stand from this thing and still make it? <laughs> Please leave me alone. Uh, no problem. So 27 years. That was the only contact he had with other humans. That's like eight words. Please leave me alone. Alone and I. Five words. Five words. One hand worth of words. Hi. In in 27 years. Uh, Bonkers. You know he's talking to the trees out there. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he was bargaining with them. He's like, he's like, you guys need to quit growing. I can almost not reach my clotheslines anymore. Guys, <laughs> this isn't a fun game. <laughs> I keep telling the trees to stop taking my the clothes away. The trees are playing monkey in the middle with me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The trees <laughs> are, playing are playing monkey, monkey in, in the middle. middle with me, and I never get to be it. <laughs> the trees, the trees think we're still monkeys. <laughs> the trees are mean to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The other day I was walking out of my camp and the tree came up behind me and it pulled my backpack straps real tight. <laughs> <laughs> it said go out to camp you little turtle out the woods little turtle <laughs> and I was like 
<laughs> you know how hard it is to do that backwards. <laughs> Uh, so the jury, the jury, I, I don't know if it was because they felt bad for him or if they just didn't think his crimes were that bad, but they sent him, sentenced him to seven months and he had already served six. So he served one more month after the court and then he got uh, rehabilitated into society. Um, he had court mandated, mandated therapy. He had to do okay. for, uh, I think it was three years. They got and, him an apartment. He slept in the carport. <laughs> Yeah, he moved into a small town in Maine and he works as a mechanic there and he's still there mechanicking. Um, and he still walks backwards everywhere he goes. <laughs> I don't want people to know where I'm going. I don't want anyone to know where I'm going. Here's the That's thing crazy. though. <laughs> I think I want to read a quote to you from the police officer who arrested him. Okay. Because, um, I, well, just listen to this, listen to this quote. Uh, it says, it says the officer couldn't help but be amazed at the way he moved through the forest. He described him as moving like a cat silently with agility, grace and dexterity. <laughs> I am pretty sure there's, there's a scene in a documentary where one of the officers who arrested him, they, he captivated all the officers that arrested him. Yeah. Um, one of the officers, uh, a female cop, that's an important note. She, uh, she went as far as to, she was describing how impressed she was with him and his survival capabilities. Okay. And then she talked about how after he got arrested, there's a few times where she visited him in jail and she was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> kind of hot. <laughs> and she paused her story in the middle of her story and said, and I need to say like we had a professional relationship. Like I only spoke to him if I had a reason to be speaking to him. And I was like, that is very sus. <laughs> the fact yeah. that you were just and talking I do need to say it's extremely professional. <laughs> the fact that you're talking about how impressive he was. <laughs> I mean, his legs just shoot, 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 shoot. and the eye contact <laughs> the whole time as he's backing Running into away the woods. <laughs> just strictly professional. <laughs> strictly professional relationship. <laughs> but but he was amazing. He was. He stole more than just some food. He's <laughs> stolen. My heart. My heart. <laughs> it was uh, very suspect. Very suspect. Huh. And I think that that might have something to do with his uh, short sentence. I don't know. I'm just conjecture here. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, so that's that's uh, it. Huh? That's the North Pond Hermit, uh, Christopher Thomas Knight, uh, nice. one of the most impressive people who lived in the woods for 27 years. That's crazy. <laughs> Fall diff. <laughs> what? That's fiddle off backwards. Oh no. <laughs> Hey, thanks for watching this episode. If you liked it, here's another one you can check out. And then down here is a bunch of other episodes you can watch. So make sure you click on that to watch forever. Uh, and then you can subscribe if you haven't done that already. It makes sure you don't miss an episode. Uh, like this video, leave a comment, leave a review wherever you're watching. Uh, and then subscribe or follow on whatever social media platform you prefer. Uh, we will be there. <laughs>